can start with the introduction of your book, Underdog Thinking. The first quote that really appealed to me was, or the first quote on the in the introduction is, true wisdom is knowing that you know nothing. Why did you think to place that there? Thank you, Arsh. It's a pleasure being here on your program. Um, as an entrepreneur, you know, there's a lot. You, you, you go into it and you go into a lot of uh, unknowns and you don't know a lot of things, but most people are experts in what a particular field or a particular product or service, whatever mm-hmm. they are promoting. But there's a lot that you don't know about management and the outside world and the competition and uh, innovation. And you realize <coughs> that as time goes on that uh, actually when you start off, uh, most entrepreneurs are very confident uh, that you know and you're 100% sure of your success. Mm-hmm. But uh, actually three years down the road, the history of entrepreneurship is that 97% of entrepreneurs fail. Right. And so Why very, do you think that is? Well, it is, uh, it's just very difficult. And so it is not really uh, understanding the forces that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, going back to the quote, you realize that there is a lot that you don't know. I've been an entrepreneur for almost 30 years. Right. And I can say the best case scenario is almost entrepreneur is that they know 1%. You know, uh, when, when you started off thinking you know 100%. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's kind of interesting like to see the current state of entrepreneurship especially with how much information's out there. So we can get into your journey and um, how you progress and persevere through the hardships. And you mentioned that in the book, like you were forced into being an entrepreneur through your circumstances. So I kind of want to get into that. Like, how were you, in what way were you forced? Well, I think entrepreneurship um, at its most basic form is being self-employed. And in a very advanced form, entrepreneur, the definition of entrepreneurship would be, in my world, somebody who gets an idea of a service or a product that can, you believe, can change the world. Right. You know, so that's what, uh, so either way, uh, depending on the background, most people are conditioned to have, to get an education and uh, to get a good job that is secure and live happily ever after. Yeah, that's the norm. And this is all over the world, that mm-hmm. is, uh, whether it's in India or whether it's in the US or in Europe. And 99% of people do that. Either you need to come from a business background, which is from a business family who understands business and so you have business being talked about at the dinner table and so you understand the right. concepts of business. Mm-hmm. And I did not come from a business family. So that's one. Or you need to be or you need to be so sure of your product and uh, uh, or service that you say, okay, I, I can change the world with this and you're sure that you want to become an entrepreneur and the company you work for or wherever you are cannot give you that opportunity. Right. So that's how it uh, started. So I had a good education and um, the company I worked with in Africa, mm-hmm. uh, uh, they went bust because of a coup and uh, devaluation of currency right. and so on and uh, so I was I had to make a change and I immigrated to the US this is the time in 1991 during the Kuwait uh, war with, and also US war with Iraq there was a recession at that time and uh, when I immigrated here there were 
jobs are very difficult to come by. Right. And so I went to a number of interviews. I was in New York at that time, and number of people I went for a number of interviews, and I couldn't get a job. And uh, um, and I said, well, I I've met presidents of countries. I've met ministers. I've met. I've uh, done operated companies. I was a CEO of a company at a very young age. Why is it I cannot get a job uh, in America? I could probably get a job at a much lower level, but I was right. a senior, uh, or let's say a, a job commensurate with my education and experience. Yeah. And but I remember one interview who said, and the the interviewer said, "Well, you don't know a damn thing about American business because you didn't study here. Because I didn't study here, and I didn't have American wow. experience." So in and and it clicked to me that yes, that is a wake up call. I didn't study here. I didn't have American um, work experience. Work, yeah. So what good was I to a company that was here? Well, I could go to Europe and work. I could go back to Africa and work. I mm-hmm. could go to India where I was brought up and work. But I wanted to keep moving forward. Right. And so I said, well, I'm not prepared to. I didn't want to go backwards, and I didn't want to get a lower job. Uh, you know. I decided. I said, "Well, if nobody will employ me, I'll become an entrepreneur." So that's where it stemmed from. That's where it stemmed from. The said, circumstances in that situation kind of for not. I don't want to use the word force, but it, it it made sense to be an entrepreneur in that in that moment. Well, it made uh, it made sense because I didn't. I, I felt I knew more than the opportunities were presenting themselves. Right. Uh, I felt I was better. The, the the you know there was nothing that was coming that way. So I said, well, I know these things. Well, why don't I put it to use? So that is the context. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a magic product or a service uh, that I could go into. You know. Okay. So you thought about becoming an entrepreneur before you developed a product. That is correct. I worked for a international trading company. It was an English company mm-hmm. uh, based in London, and they had operations all over West Africa. And so I understood. <clears throat> uh, my my education is that of a chartered accountant from India. So I was a finance manager of a company and grew to right. run companies. And uh, so, uh, and the company was I, I, working with that company. I I got to know international business, and I grew to understand it and like it and. Travel and movement of uh, products across the globe and right. how it happens, and I was fascinated by by that. And so, when I when it was time for me to start a new career and become an entrepreneur, I said, "Well, that's what I'll start: an international trading company mm-hmm. between products between the U.S. and between other parts of the world." And I had connections in many other parts, so products from there to here and here to there. So that that's. I, I'm actually glad you brought that up. That you mentioned that you had prior knowledge in that field, and um, to where you started the trading company. Because a lot of people nowadays come up with something they have no knowledge or experience of, and then they feel like that's the route they should go 100% in. Like a lot of kids my age, um, you know, label themselves as entrepreneurs and choose to go that route. Instead of getting an education and learning about a specialized industry or field, and kind of want to get your thoughts on like the current state. Do you think in this state it's okay for kids to dive into something they have no knowledge about because of how easily information is available? Well, there's two sides to it. On one side, uh, I think uh, you should not do something that you do not have full knowledge of. 
but on the other side if you have full knowledge then you know the pitfalls mm-hmm. so i would say probably you need to have both if you not having full knowledge makes you bit of a daredevil and uh, you can say well exactly. i can take the risks and i'll wing it from there and you understand how that industry is and you understand the weaknesses and the shortcomings and that helps you to find solutions to that mm-hmm. industry but if you know too much then you say well you know where's the opportunity for me so a lot of it depends on the personality of the person doing it you know what's their starting point uh, I, i i think most entrepreneurs actually they dive into it whether you look at steve jobs or bill gates they got into industries which weren't developed the de- industries were just developing so who right. knew and the industry is still developing and yeah. it's almost infinite where we are so actually there's very uh, uh few industries where you can say have reached the maximum Mm. you know so the peak and so the peak yes so it's always like that underdog thinking uh will be released soon in the next uh, few days uh you can get more information on this on my website which is underdogthinking.com it will be available on amazon mm-hmm. and uh it's available it's available it will be in print copy on uh, kindle as well as audio in three okay. different formats And you guys already know for Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com slash flex and get his book for absolutely free. Thank you. <laughs>